Welcome back to the Sleeper Sports Media Podcast. I'm not alone for once. I'm joined here with Hunter, aka Apples and Grapes Media. How's it going, Hunter? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing pretty good. Um, I mean, since it's your first time on, you know, my show, do you want to tell tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, no, absolutely. My name is Hunter. Um, I run Apples and Grapes Media. Um, you can find us on YouTube, uh, Twitter, or X, um, also Instagram. Just search Apples and Grapes Media. Uh, we like to cover different news in um, pro wrestling, um, also MMA, UFC, everything like that. And we do full-length interviews as well. Um, we have 10 episodes right now. Um, but, yeah. Awesome. We are uh, we're going to co- cover the Survivor Series War Games massive premium live event from Saturday night. Yes. A um, lot to lot to get into and talk about dissect and all the news around every part of this event from returns to the matches to i mean just everything so we will uh we will get started with the women's war games match bianca belair charlotte flair shotzi becky picking up the win over damage control um what were your first thoughts about about this one right like from start to finish and just uh, you know, choice of winner, everything. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I was, I thought going into it, damage control would get the win. So I was a little surprised by that. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of great spots. Um, you know, one of my first favorite spots from that was just EO trash can over her head and, and jumping off. She, she's so fun. I don't know how she's still, you know, a heel or whatever, but I think she's as baby face written all over. Her. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. It, uh, they, there's a video I saw of her, of them coming into the crowd or making their way to the ring. And she was going to high five fans, but then like faking them out and everything. And the comments were like, she's trying so hard not to be a baby face right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the trash can spot was, was, you know, vintage, vintage EO as Michael Cole would say for Randy Orton, but um, great. I love the, the start with the women's war match, the war mm-hmm. games match. Um, the uh, the way they gave the advantage, I thought it was a little weird how they had the the vote with Ruffles and it was yeah. just a big sponsorship sponsorship thing. Um, right. But I mean, I I went five and zero through for the card, got mm. all the all the matches right. Um, figured that you know the way damage control is going, they're going to turn on Bailey, they're going to mm. kick her out the group, and what better way to do it than with Becky Lynch putting her through table getting the win, getting the pin. Um, yep. My big takeaways from the match was Charlotte and Becky reuniting, hugging it out, the pinky yes. promise, the the tea, everything on top of the cage, all of it. Yeah. Um, they're back. I We've talked a little bit about earlier the tag, the women's tag titles. Yes. Those two with a run at the tag titles is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to give – much needed relevance back to those titles. And then eventually maybe a Sasha Banks return and mm. the four horsewomen main event, WrestleMania for the yeah. tag titles. Yeah. That Sasha Banks rumors are already starting. I saw she, I don't know if it was a tweet or Instagram, some type of post about she'll be turn return in ring in like January, I think, but didn't say where. Yep. So a lot of people yeah. are you know skeptical about where she'll end up. But I mean, I'd love to see her back. Of course, we've already had, you know, a few, great returns this year and and even just this past weekend, but that would be cool to see. Um, another spot I really enjoyed was Charlotte's moonsault off yes. the cage onto yes. pretty much all of damage control. Um, yes. 
That was awesome too. That was a big moment in the match. But yes. yeah, those women's titles, they got to do something, something a little better with those. Those are kind of been rough to endure the last last few months. Oh, it's been, I mean, the last few years since since yeah. the Thunderdome era when when Sasha and Bailey had them. And I mean, that was the last time I enjoyed watching anything that had to do with with the women's tag titles. Right. Um yeah, the the press conference, Charlotte said that how to she said, how do we top last year's match? She goes, this is my first time in war games and I have to do a moonsault off the top of the cage. That was right. one thing she wanted to do. And then event they, Becky and Charlotte got asked right away if they if were going to see a run with them at, with the tag titles. And they said, we're just, we'll get there. Mm. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that happens. Um, yeah. But yeah. Great, great start to the match to the card, um, to the event. This one went 33 minutes. And then oh. then we get into the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther and Miz. Sure. This one only went about 12 and a half. I think this one could have went longer. They could have given the middle matches another 10 minutes each. It, the middle three matches felt like they went so fast to me. But um, what are your thoughts on Miz and Gunther? And yeah. any, any sight to... Gunther losing that title anytime soon? Not anytime soon, I don't think. Um, the one thing I did note here is that, like, Miz made Gunther look human a little bit, which we don't often see, especially not on the Raw matches. A little bit with the Chad Gable stuff, but not too much. Um, Miz felt like he was in control the whole time, but there were a couple of spots they gave Miz, like, a little comeback. You know, he got the one yep. close near fall towards the end there, but he made Gunther look human a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was a great match. Also, I, I feel like it. Could have gone, you know, five, ten more minutes as well, easily. Yeah, it um, it was. I I enjoyed it. I'm not really the biggest Gunther fan. I, I mean, Michael Cole. I love the way he was giving that extra, you know, energy in in calling the match and yeah. making us think. Okay, Miz, maybe like you said, making him look human, and maybe he has a chance. Um, but again, I mean, another ten minutes, and it would have been, you know, an instant classic at a, a banger and all that yeah. um but yeah gunther retaining i i had that and um yeah i mean roman's going with a lengthy title reign seth is i mean potential i guess to to drop that title soon who knows um yeah. but yeah gunther uh the miz good <clears throat> i mean good stuff it um it did what it needed to do. And I'm excited for what's next for both of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Miz kind of with that, the a baby face type feel the yes. go home episode of raw, the crowd was booing Gunther and, you know, cheering for Miz baby yeah. face Miz. I mean, yeah. How long does that last? Right. Yeah. It seemed like he got the reaction, you know, the little bit of turn he was looking for. I still prefer him as a heel just cause he plays great to that kind of, snobby yeah. uppity um swagger sort of speak but yep. it was cool it was a different i think you know they made the turn just for the matchup but it was great to see um people forget how big miz is i think it's like yeah. gunther didn't completely look like he was over like you know overpowering him or anything like yeah. that but that was a great matchup i i enjoyed it yeah it was it was a good second match and it led into what was i mean my bathroom break match of the night because like <laughs> I mean, this was, you know, Santos and Carlito, and then all of a sudden Carlito gets hurt on SmackDown and yeah. taken out by 
Santos and then all of a sudden Dragon Lee's in the match. Um, it was a good match. I'm this is not my style of wrestling, but I mean, mm-hmm. Santo, they Dragon Lee, this is his first main event premium live event match. So, yes. I mean, good for him. Um, they keep saying that he's going to be the future of you know the lucha side of WWE, and this is mm-hmm. Triple H's way to build mm-hmm. and show that they're going to build you know lucha style wrestlers and also Shinsuke and the Japanese style and yeah. bring in more of that caliber talent. Um, sure, I mean, yeah, I'm solid a- match overall. Yeah, personally, I'm a big Axiom fan. So, you know, it always kind of felt like Dragon Lee versus Axiom as far as a push for that kind of guy. Um, but Dragon Lee's growing on me. Um, both their their gear was awesome. I didn't make yeah. a note of that. They had awesome outfits on. But, um, but yeah, matchup-wise, I, I really enjoyed it. There were a couple of spots. There's a lot of, um, you know, turnbuckle action. Um, I think Dragon Lee had a really nice sit-down powerbomb at one point. And then Santos immediately afterwards gets the two finishers and, and it was over, but it was intense. Um, I think the way Santos was ripping at Dragon Lee's mask, yeah, that looked really vicious. And you know, I'm like, is he gonna get it off? It's like, if that would have been maybe classic lucha, you could do, you know, mask versus hair, um, yeah. for that matchup. I didn't know if they wanted to go that extreme, you know, necessarily, but I enjoyed the matchup. Um, I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, I would have liked to see Carlito in there, but I get it. They're trying to push, you know, these up and coming guys. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the way that I guess the way they did, you know, they took Carlito out of the match and you know, said he was hurt and couldn't go. And then, you know, they were going to cancel it. And then Dragon Lee, of course, came in and said, no, I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll step in. Um, right. So it's it's given him that, you know, that feel good moment. And um, I, I can't believe this one only went seven minutes and 40 seconds. I mean, it yeah, could have given. 10 more minutes to this one, just like the, the last one. But yeah, I mean, overall it was a good match for, you know, not, not being my style, but it, I mean, it's still a good match. So can't complain yeah. overall through the whole entire card. I mean, right. No, it was thorough throughout for sure. <clears throat> going on to the next one, the women's world championship, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Um, yeah. I was, this was one of the better builds going leading up to the event. Um, Rhea is seems to be untouchable. I mean, um, good for Zoe to get get the shot and show that you know she can hang. But ultimately, she didn't win. Um, right. Mommy's always on top, of course. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if anybody had Zoe winning that one, but no. But yeah, I mean, it's showing, you know, Rhea's dominance and it's continuing to build her. I always forget she only won the title at Mania. So it hasn't yeah. only been a few months. So it's yeah. like, it feels like she's been dominant for years just about already, but yeah. it's only been a few short months. And it's like, knowing now, I wanted to bring this up and ask you your thoughts, but uh, Elimination Chamber in Perth, it's like, they can't have her not be the champion going into that, right? So we have to at least expect her to go through the Rumble and, you know, so she's going to be there for sure. She's going to be a... I mean, they say multiple main event matches now, so I don't know if yeah. she'll be the, the final one, but yeah. she'll be involved. I was going to ask if you had any idea of it's months away of like a matchup. I feel like she needs, she deserves like a proper feud, you know, whether that's Jade or Raquel again or Liv comes back. I don't know. All the girls get injured so much. It's hard to keep track, but, um, but yeah, just Perth and all that. I can't imagine she drops the title anytime soon. Andy Hartwell. Yeah. I love Indy, so I like that answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. Um, 
going out. I mean, going out of the rumble, they have saw a report that uh, they're going to use the next two months to build towards the rumble. And then like you have, like you said, Jade, uh, Triple H, he did say that um, we won't see her in the ring until she's ready. And mm. he kind of kind of took a shot at AEW. But I mean, if <laughs> yeah, I mean, saying that to a, not to a fault of her own, she wasn't trained the best i guess is what he was getting at but Mm -hmm. um i mean i I, you got to think jade rumble it's gonna it's gonna happen um yeah that's that'd be my guess at this point um like as in i wouldn't be surprised you know but who knows it's so they book the women a little bit random sometimes it feels like but you know if they can build these superstars up to that point i don't see you know why not somebody shouldn't emerge and I, I just feel like Rhea deserves a proper feud. They're not necessarily squash matches a lot of the time, but yeah. I feel like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean the the Natalia one um, was kind of like, what are we what are we doing? It's just kind of like, a, okay, yeah. here's what we're gonna do for now, and then and then it ended up being you know Shayna, one and done, and then you know the fatal five way or whatever it was and it just yeah like you said a proper feud is going to be refreshing for for Rhea. um yeah. i mean the stuff she's doing within the judgment day is still great she's still being used well sure. yeah. um her and dom dom <laughs> awesome yeah it was Michael hilarious Cole. uh i don't mean to fast <laughs> forward too much but when yeah. she brought the briefcase out i don't know if you noticed dom was like Mommy and got super excited, like a little bit. It was, it was so funny, like because it only caught him for a split second, but he was just happy for her to come out. It's it's funny. He's just always ready, you know, to be in character, of course. But yeah, even little moments like that, he, you know, is like prepared for it. So so good to see. I missed I missed that one, but I was I was gonna say about Michael Cole. Whenever Dom was about to come out, and before he even they even showed him in the timer, the crowd was chanting "Dom, you suck!" And then they the timer went down. And then he the cage opened and Michael Cole said that's the most time he spent behind bars this year. Yep. <laughs> was, I did I mean, that. that was hilarious because I mean, yeah. yeah, it just uh that whole thing has been has been awesome. And Dom is really coming to his his own person, yeah. his own character, everything. He's gotten away from Rey Mysterio's son. Mm-hmm. Um while still taking shots at Rey Mysterio with the action figure in the locker room with the little yeah. signs that I'm a de- that was great. Yeah. The subtle um, things like that, it's like, you wonder how much is planned or if he's just like, boom, pop it on there. Cause it's funny. Yeah. Like if it's improv, it's even better. It's so yeah. he's, he's great. Yeah. It's great to see him come into his own. Um, it's still so funny though. Like uh, I forget what spot it was, but he like had like a scared look on his face during the war games and he still looks like such a young kid, you know, <laughs> but he's, he's like maturing be- before our eyes. Yeah um it uh it's i'm i've become a big fan of dom and especially if we get a tag team of logan paul and dom i mean the yeah. the the attempts at the promos i'm not even gonna say promos because they're gonna just get booed right out of the arena they're not gonna be able to talk yeah. um but the attempts at the promos are gonna be great um and then i mean maybe they do like a little logan tries to flirt with with Rhea kind of like they're doing with Jay and, and then Dom, it just, (laughs) the the possibilities are endless, but yeah. Even um, if it's just one match, them teaming together, just because they seem like legitimate buddies, whether they hang out or not, you know, they're always shouting each other out the UFC event. And that that was great. Spelling each other's name wrong on purpose. Like I I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. That was, that was 
oh, everything about that with Logan and the U.S. champ champion championship. Yeah. I mean, him taking it everywhere, everywhere and doing you know exactly what he would do. Um, and like they said on on Impulsive, I mean, WWE is getting getting their you know their return on investment in Logan Paul getting their name and brand and logo out in the world and across all social media. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, as a big Logan Paul fan three or four years ago at, or three years ago at WrestleMania 37, whenever they brought first talked about bringing him in at crown jewel and Mm -hmm. Miz said, I'm bringing a superstar, a massive superstar in to raw next. And then I never even never in a million years would I have thought Logan Paul WWE, it's still crazy to this day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure he caught a lot of heat like right away, you know, just the outsider oh, yeah. thing. But oh, yeah. any interviews you see now, if that now that he's been in a few months, it's like he's earned the locker room's respect oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he's such an athlete. It's like, yeah, he's being an athlete. And then there's also like learning the game. And it seems like he has the raw ability for it. And then is also, you know, honing yes. his blade in a sense. Yes. He, uh, I mean, eight, eight matches in and, or, eight or nine matches in, I think because I saw Kurt Angle said he won the U S title on his eighth match and Kurt won the intercontinental title on in his ninth match. So he was comparing the two. And I mean, just you hear it, the respect given to Logan from all, you know, legends of that level would Kurt Angle being one of them. And just, I mean, the respect is being earned. And he said on impulsive, he wants to, get to the PC more and put more into this and do even more crazy, you know, high flying Mick Foley off the, off the cell type. Yeah. Type yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, just back to the, back to like the United States title thing. It's like, that's the prime model. It's like, they don't spend money on commercials for prime. He just carries it everywhere. Yep. Yep. And so he's doing the same exact model with the U S title as the prime. And it's, it's yeah. brilliant. You know, they said whatever, $1.3 billion in revenue and, Something's working, obviously. So he's just gonna yeah. take that, and he's, you know, like you said, uh, Triple H yep. is giving him that credit for, you know, maybe getting some eyeballs that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, the off the cage, we go to the main event, which there is a lot, a lot to talk about around this whole entire thing. I mean, the match went thirty four and a half minutes, thirty four, almost thirty five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Team Cody or Team Yeet, as I, I saw a sign that said Team Yeet, oh, um, picks, yeah. pick, picks up the win. Um, yes. I mean, everything about this was, I thought, was, went perfect. Um, from them teasing Randy not showing up, building the tension with Jay, saying it's his yeah. fault. Um, and then, you know, Cody and Seth having a moment, you know, doing, you know, the handshake and just like Charlotte and Becky gave the nod at the beginning. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, um, even like a little cool guy hug at the end. Um, Just everything, everything about it, the way Randy came out after Rhea with the briefcase and everything. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, just everything. I mean, the RKO off the cage, the, you know, vintage Orton, Dom getting the first RKO. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) And then the whole team doing the Vintage Orton as Michael Cole on the call. Vintage War Games, I thought was was awesome. Um, But yeah, (laughs) your your thoughts on the main event? 
Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't take too many notes on it, but um, some of the things that stuck with me was like um, when it was JD and Finn um, yep. in the beginning, it looked like JD was a little lost out there. Like Finn was kind of taking control and JD was kind of like just mocking everything he did, which I'm yeah. sure, you know, he wasn't sure exactly what to do because it was the two on one and stuff, but just the way they came out and everything was like perfect. Just every, every aspect of it was like, there were so many layers and then yeah. back to some of the Randy and Jay stuff where he act like he was gonna, he like, yeah. you know, his little crouch thing on the canvas yep. and then they yep. kind of look at each other and then, and then like, Jay took, um, took the hit yeah. for him. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. So it's like, you have to wonder if that's good enough, if that's going to squash that, or if there'll still be some, you know, rumblings of Randy, you know, turning on Jay or, or what have you, but it was good to see uh, Jay save him, so to speak. Um, yeah. But yeah, ton of ton of great spots in that. Like you said, the RKO off the top. I'm glad JD took that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Dom was probably okay with like the first one. He's like, I don't want to do it off the cage though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, ton of great spots and, and everything involved. Uh, but yeah, like um, there was like a little preview in it um, when they were wondering if Randy was going to come out still. And like Seth is asking Cody, is he coming? Yeah. Now it'd be kind of funny to wonder if he was asking about, you know, who Mr. CM Punk. So you can kind of spin it like, oh, is he coming? And then to have how Seth reacted afterwards, it's it's a fun little side side way to take it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking of they could you know do it that way that they, I was like, would they really have Punk be the one to come in? And then um, like I said, they uh, I saw someone posted a picture backstage of of a poster um with the teams for war games on it and la knight was beside cody so everyone immediately thought la knight's gonna be the one to step in mm. la knight it's gonna be la knight it's gonna be la knight and then yeah. i was like no i mean they said randy orton they didn't really say it. cody didn't say it you know but they wwe said it it was gonna be orton right um i mean yeah, just the way I mean, the way he came out and did it, I thought, OK, they're I kept seeing people say they should do it like how Kevin Owens did it whenever he mm. came out in war games. Yeah, and they wait till the last minute and then he came out. Right. Which yeah. Is how they, saw, how they did it. Somebody posted that they predicted like Randy would get his own entrance somehow. And that was the perfect yeah. way to do it because the music cuts, interrupts the cash in that never goes through. Um, but yeah, that was that was a great way to do it for him to get his own special moment within the match. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I saw. I'm I'm surprised I didn't see it sooner, but I saw um, it was a meme of uh, it was the uh, the kid being held up in the pool, and then a kid that's like struggling to stay away, stay above the water, and then it's mm. a skeleton at the bottom, and it said it was the one being held was CM Punk, and then Randy Orton was the one struggling, and then our truth was the one at the bottom, oh. <laughs> which we forgot about the biggest return. Yeah. As Triple H said, how could our truth and Alpha Academy finally pretty deadly does something that I don't I don't find annoying. Yeah, um, they were being funny involved that kind in of, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, our truth coming back, Randy coming back. And then, of course, yeah. the actual you know big return is CM Punk is actually back in WWE yeah. after nine or nearly nearly 10 or nine years yeah um i mean the i thought i didn't think it was gonna happen when once yeah. they once i saw the copyright logo i'm like that's really it mm-hmm. it's really it yeah and then you know it, yeah. it hit and every time i watch 
uh, every time I watch any of the videos, instant chills, goosebumps. I mean, every single time. Yeah, but it's funny for me because okay, I think people know I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan. I don't know, <clears throat> but um, but like I could feel that moment. Obviously, it was huge, and I watch I watch um like the po there was like a pov like of a kid who was there and he's like watching it and he's like mouthing cody's song because it was playing that towards the end i, I saw the same one absolutely flipping out <laughs> and like i'm getting goosebumps talking about it and i barely like the guy like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so i understood the moment of course and it's funny because i saw another tweet or post um somebody saying it like it feels now like we have enough stars like the biggest problem during the attitude era which was a good problem to have is too many stars right right so, like cm punk Cody, Jay, all these baby faces. And if you look at it, there's only one like baby face champ, right? And it's just Seth. Um, everybody else, you got Gunther, Logan, Roman, yeah. of course. So yeah. it's like this abundance of star power now. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see where it goes because Roman obviously still feels like the guy and he has SmackDown. Yep. But Raw feels like an all star show every week now. Yeah. Or it, it will. Is, it's going to be so much fun to see what happens tonight. Um, oh gosh, I'm, yeah. I'm awake now that I know that the first hour is commercial free. Um, <laughs> I've been, I've been up for 26 hours straight now and You're I'm wild. ready to, to go another three for, for raw. Um, <laughs> you have your prime on standby or I, I do. I, <laughs> I do. I got the, I got the lemonade right here. Okay. <laughs> I, got um, I got my, got my energies in the fridge ready and waiting. Yeah. Um, there was, I mean, the, the punk, the punk return, um, massive to raw tonight. I mean, I, the first hour is commercial free, give them a live mic and let them talk for an hour. Sign, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. And then at the very end, have Seth come out and start. I said earlier on Facebook today, have punk go out. That's how they open the show. Mm. And then Rollins comes out. Punk calls a shot and says, you know, they set up night one main event, WrestleMania, Rollins and, and Punk. Yeah. And that's it. They, that, that, that would be their, both of them. That would be their first main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. And it, it mean, it two more, you know, well, two months to build to the rumble. And then you could even have Punk win the rumble and that's how we get there. Right. Um, and then Cody could win the chamber and then that's how he gets to SmackDown. Cause then mm. Punk would choose Seth, which is the Raw title, and then Cody wins the Chamber, and then that could be for you know Roman's title, and that's how he gets gets to over to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People, a lot of people thought that Cody would have been the one to get traded, um, which I thought that too. But then you you look at the math, and it's like there's so many months until Mania. They're not gonna yeah just have yeah. Cody harass Roman for six months. That doesn't make sense. But to have K KO go over there, I think was just to split him and Sammy. Um, yeah. But I mean, we didn't even get to like those after videos of Seth. Let's talk about that oh, a little bit. Just yes, that had me. Um, I mean, they they're. I think he's working. You know, the more that I think about it, oh and yeah, stuff like yeah. That. But it's like at first, man, I was not sure. So yeah, <laughs> so they he, got me too. The first one that I saw was a picture of him on the steps, just look like yes, like that. And, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it from from that moment, I was like, okay, Seth is. He's feeling the type of way, and then For all sure. of a sudden, I see the videos of him 
trying to go down the aisle and being held back by Cole and Graves and yeah. everything. And then, you know, more videos of different view, different sides of the, you know, ringside area. Mm. And then you can see what he's saying and all that. And then yeah. that one know, that's a little closer up is like, that's the best one. Yeah. And then mm. there was, you know, reports immediately came, uh, coming out about, you know, um, that the, the talent in the main event, they didn't know. Yeah. And then it was, they knew right before it happened. And then, then I saw one that said, Oh, the punk deal was done a week ago and they, they knew. So yeah, it, it's hard like, to know what's real, you know, but regardless, I mean, yeah. Seth is, I mean, that that's his Marvel acting right there. I mean, right. it was, yeah, the reaction was exactly what, I mean, what we need to kickstart this feud. Um, yeah. I mean, and definitely got the people, the people that are still, you know, thinking that it's legitimate and it's the best part is those are probably legitimate feelings. I mean, a lot of them, cause they're, you know, a number of interviews where he expresses his feelings towards, yep. you know, he only refers to him as Phil and stuff like that <laughs> um, and a cancer and everybody, everybody's seen that one, but yeah, that's the best way to do it. Cause there's that, you know, that more uh, lengthy interview than where he goes on to explain, he would still love to work with him. Maybe yeah. a mania, maybe a whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah, he's a professional at the end of the day. I think that's what he did oh, something yeah. along the lines of, uh, yeah. there probably is, you know, some real animosity and stuff, but he's going to do what he has to do to, you know, get the job done. Yeah. Um, like, like Cody said, it depends on what CM Punk they get. If it's, you know, the punk that wants to help and get, like Cody said, and get them to where they want to go, where they're going and you know, all aboard, whatever he said. Um, mm-hmm. But another Seth was not the only one that had a reaction after the main event. Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre left the ring immediately. Um, yeah. It looked like he, in the video that I saw, he just walked right by the fans, didn't say a word, and looked like he was kind of holding his face. And then reports came out. He went right to his locker room and yeah. put on a hoodie, and then he was he was gone. Yeah. Um, I guess his contract is up in the air. He hasn't re-signed. It's up soon. Mm-hmm. And a report came out and said that he will let it, you know, run out to go, you know, take time off as mm-hmm. he should. He deserves it. Um, right. But I mean, do you see Drew resigning with WWE or, you know, jumping ship and going um, to AEW? I don't know, man. I, I, I think he stays, you know, it's like I because they showed that camera angle then of where like the producers waving him. So people think that we're at, you know, adds to the story. And yeah, um, there's like the cameraman's like his hands going 90 miles an hour behind his back, like waving Drew. So yeah. That, you know, he left before Punk even got out there and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. You never know guys real feelings, though. I mean, but I think that's part of story. Um, but yeah, I think he stays. I mean, if he wants to be what I consider still like the very best bit, you know, promotion in the business, I think he's going to stay. No, yeah. Stay where he's at. Yeah. Um. Other, I guess, potential, you know, guys to jump ship. Riddle, mm. Riddle taking a shot at CM Punk and WWE. Like, yeah, that haven't heard from him. And in- this, I mean, I used to be the biggest Riddle fan, but it's hard to watch somebody self destruct. And it's like he's yeah. not. I don't think anybody's like doing this to him. It seems like it's all self induced, and it's hard not to. You know, it's hard to back somebody like that who seems to be kind of shooting themselves in the foot every chance they get. So for him to even kind of speak on that was a little silly. He said, good luck with Owen to CM Punk. And then someone in the comments said, you're Owen two against the wellness policy. 
Yeah. What but, what do you even mean Owen too in like MMA or or was he referring to? I, I didn't even know what he meant. I I wasn't sure on that one. I assumed that's what he meant, but then yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well maybe Owen too. Like if you know this, you know if this doesn't work out, and then you know Punk is gone within six months, and then yeah. WWE's oh, okay. Owen two with him. I guess that yeah. maybe that's what he meant. But or he could have meant Owen two like WWE once already. AEW was the second one. Yeah. Maybe that I don't know. It's yeah. Who knows what he meant? He's kind of wild anyway. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um. Yeah. And then, like we we talked about, you know, Sasha and I've been seeing, like you said, the rumors have already started. But I mean, today especially, I that I either see talking about Raw and a new era, a -hmm. big opening, a big close, and then Sasha Banks possible, more than likely gonna go back to WWE. Um. That would yeah. be, I mean, Bailey kind of teased at it a little bit before mm-hmm. War Games, yeah. With her Instagram story, said mm-hmm. I always have a plan. Um, yes, especially if you, if she gets kicked out, she's going to need help, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, bring back Sasha, you yeah. know, bring back AJ Lee. I see, mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot. Uh, yeah. Bring Cora Jade up to the main roster. Yeah, um, just there's, it's going to be fun going into the Rumble. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this earlier that contracts are up at the end of the year, December, whatever. And then like the Rumble is January where they just happen to need like 20, 30, 40 females available. So it's like, why not just, you know, if she's going to come back, throw her in the Rumble, even if she doesn't win, give her an appearance. Like, yeah. And with the guys Rumble, too, I think that'd be a great way to bring up a lot of like throw Carmelo in the Rumble, throw Braun in there, even if they don't stick you know, even if it's only till after Mania that they get drafted officially or whatever, yeah. just to have them be in there. Like Dragon Lee kind of came on the main roster out of nowhere. So yeah, I think there are a lot yeah. of guys that at least make rumble appearances, even if it's not permanent. I'd like to see Ilya, of course. It's like one of my favorites. Any yeah. of those guys would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, Logan, you could have uh Logan in the rumble and have him eliminate LA Knight. And mm. then that starts, you know, their feud towards Mania. Sure. And then, that's where Logan drops the U.S. title at Mania to L.A. Knight, and then that holds yeah. L.A. Knight off until he would, you know, eventually go and face whoever for whichever world title. Um, mm. There's a lot of, uh, you know, Gunther was asked if he would um, want to be a champ champ. Someone, mm. one of the MMA um, journalists said, you know, we have – say champ champ and MMA, whatever. Uh, they're obsessed um, with that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, not right now. He he's okay with, you know, the mm-hmm. Intercontinental title right now. And then yeah. um, but I've seen people who are already hyping up him up to win the title at the Bash in Berlin mm. next year, next summer. Sure. Um and then like who knows what what else is going to get announced for next year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So I mean I guess we can uh, preview Raw and then I might go take a nap before it, before sure. it starts. But hey, you you should do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, CM Punk, Randy Orton, the women's tag titles, tag team turmoil to determine Judgment Day's next opponent, mm-hmm. and first hours commercial free. And who knows what else what else is going to happen? But I I did see that Rhea Cody. Jay and Seth were all being advertised for Raw, and they weren't the ones, you know, that get a graphic as of now. So, 
Mm. Yeah. But yeah. So you think Punk's going to open it? Is that what you think they'll do? Or I have Seth so. open and then the interruption? I. It's so hard to predict, but it's like, what would you like to see maybe? I think I want to see Punk open open the show. I mean, they. I yeah. saw a post. It said whenever Punk came back, or I guess, you know, they had the story of him leaving and then coming back. The Raw that he came back to was in Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Wow. And now tonight <laughs> is in Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Yeah. And if you come out and say that January 2014, I left sports entertainment and November 2023, I came back, then I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if it'll open it. I think it would be cool. Um, I mean, obviously, if you interrupt Seth, then it's like the obvious. Then we know that's what they're going with. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to keep like, not like a mystery, but I don't yeah. know that they'll necessarily throw him in a feud right away. Or if it's just like a couple, you know, people were thinking Shinsuke and then he doesn't, he doesn't even make a yeah. Survivor Series appearance. Yeah. So what do you think happened with that? You think that's just kind of leading up to something in the future or? I Now I, I don't know because don't know. <laughs> someone, there was people that said, you know, at first it could have been, he was talking about Randy because he said, mm -hmm. so, I think he said something about a Viper and everyone's yeah. like, okay, that's how they're going to have Randy return. And then all of a sudden, no, Randy was the, you know, the answer for war games. And then as they kind of were hinting at that with Cody being the one to bring in, bring him in immediately, I thought, okay, Shinsuke is calling out CM Punk. And I thought, okay, throw Shinsuke on the kickoff show and then have him backstage after he wins, make the kickoff show match a squash match and then mm -hmm. have him win backstage. He says, I want an open challenge. And then boom, that's how Punk, you know, comes mm -hmm. back. Yeah. But now I like that idea too. But now, I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. our truth. A little bit of time. So if, if everybody's assuming like Punk, Rollins, Mania Night 1, if that's what the general kind of consensus is, it's like there is a little yeah. bit of time. You could throw, you could do a Shinsuke CM, Punk. Yeah. Uh, he could he could be in a couple things until then. Nothing major, maybe, yeah. but um, just some things here and there to get him, you know, acclimated and back with the fans and everything like that. But um, I don't think you necessarily have to throw them into the Seth thing right away. There's still a little bit of yeah. time. Yeah, and they, they could do it. I mean, I would love to see him do it. Like like you said, if Punk, you know, Punk comes back and you know the crowd is like really for him, and then it kind of flips the the Seth from you know babyface to the in between more right. heel side. They're just gonna yeah. boo him just because it's CM Punk. They could have him do like a you know what if you if you want to face me you have to beat X, Y, Z. Then it's, mm. then he does that. And yeah. then it's, Oh, you have to enter the rumble. And then he does that. Yeah. And then, you know, he wins the rumble and then, then that's how we get it. Um, mm. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily how they would do it. Cause because of how Seth is and has been, he's just right. kind of the fighting and the workhorse, you know, champion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, CM Punk could do tons of other things. Uh, yeah. Up until Seth and Mania, um, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't yeah. mind the Shinsuke matchup. I'm not the biggest Shinsuke fan, but I think him yeah, and Punk could do some good things. Yeah, I'm same way, but I mean, not a fan of him, but agree that the the brief, you know, couple of matches would be good. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, trying to think of other like one off little feuds they could do yeah. leading up to the Rumble to to Mania. Um, mm -hmm. 
they the possibilities are endless and it is going to be a fun ride yeah to to rumble to the rumble and to the road to wrestlemania <laughs> yeah yeah i keep forgetting that nxt um is the only one with the ple in december so it's like the very next main roster ple is the rumble right yep yep so that's man yep. that's amazing what you said it's like nine weeks away or something nine weeks yep man nine long weeks <laughs> yeah nine yeah. nine weeks of building though i mean it, yeah. it, it from from what they said at the press conference and what has been going around with how Triple H took over at the last minute mm-hmm. and then called for Punk's music, called for the copyright logo and all that. If if that's how it's going to be and get more and more, you know, like that leading up to the rump, sign me up. Take yeah. my money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a little bit just back to the back to Seth and CM Punk. It's like, you know, I don't think you necessarily need concrete roles for that like you don't necessarily need the beauty face heel it's like there's no way the crowd doesn't sing that song every single time right yeah he could get sung to and then booed in the same night like (laughs) and he was a great heel obviously um he had like the you know the stuff with cody and then uh with matt riddle even and (laughs) um so he's a great heel he he loves that role i'm sure but it's so hard when the fans are he's that over with the song and everything like that to make him just straight up hated so i think it's going to be like somewhat role-less and just go with the the story of like that it is real or that there is you know because yeah. i think triple h likes that angle of like yeah they can they can constantly pop those clips up he's a cancer he's a cancer like <laughs> show those until you know the cows come home um yeah i don't think you need even established roles just that you take that angle the real life and everything like that and that'll feed families <laughs> i i can i can hear the arenas cm punk and then the whoa, then yes, Rollins, oh, be... and just do half and half. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be it, it's gonna be cinema, as the kids yeah. say. Right? They were already doing that at Survivor Series. That attention deficit deficient crowd was going <laughs> from Seth to Randy to CM Punk. They couldn't make up their mind. <laughs> and then it was Dom, you suck, Dom, you suck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was. Uh, survivor series was awesome i mean it was um we went from full gear which was great to survivor series which was great and now we're going into raw and i mean who knows what AEW is going to do to continue to build towards world's end with mjf who's free agent like you said at the end of december um i think he's already quietly re-signed with AEW. I think that's what's been yeah what's been going around. But I mean I would love to see MJF jump ship and yeah. But I, I don't I don't know if that would ruin it or if it know. would get, it's man it's if so Tony hard to Khan say. loses MJF you're gonna have to have somebody watch him every single day to make sure he's okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I was already checking on him on Twitter after CM Punk showed up so Hopefully he's good. I'm sure he's fine, you know, but I don't know. I think MJ like MJF likes being the guy, like the main yeah. guy. So I don't yeah. see him leaving anytime soon for that reason. He's still so young. He's like what 27 or something like yep. that. Yep. Um, but he has a lot of time to he could come to WWE and even 10 years from now and be massive. So he yeah. has some time. Yeah. It I don't know. It's just kind of fun to fantasy book and immediately oh, do course, like, yeah. a, like a, a Seth and MJF. Uh, MJF and Kevin Owens, uh, mm. just all Imagine the Tim Punk, MJF again. Yeah, <laughs> the it, I mean, um, yeah, it uh, it just 
I mean, Ricky Starks is a, another another name that's a free agent yeah, after the year after this year. Um, Wardlow is another one. Um, I mean, it, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be like the first free agent frenzy that wrestling has had in a while. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. it's going to yeah, be it's exciting. Another guy like, but he's still so young as Hook. Yeah, but it's like he has the ties with AEW because of his dad. So it's like, right. I don't right. know if he'll ever leave that unless Tad's leaves or or what have you. But there's so many yeah. AEW. The one thing that they have like an abundance of that WWE doesn't necessarily have, except for NXT, is like the youth. Like right. you, know, you got the Martin brothers, you got you know Action Andretti, Hook. All those guys yep. are so young; it's ridiculous. Like their their future, it's like it's so bright they could do anything. Yeah, yeah. It. Um. I mean. I saw something that said the next two to try and get fired are um, Andrade and Buddy Matthews. And then oh. it was uh, it, there, it was a picture of someone holding a knife and saying, and then it was Tony Khan saying, I fear for feared for my life. So <laughs> then it was, it's going to be their way to get fired with cause and then come back. And um, that's hilarious. But I mean, you know, uh, Andrade and Buddy. I mean, if they were to come back and you know be under Triple H, I mean the the sky would be the limit for them. They're I, yeah. I mean I really enjoy watching those two on Collision and when I do get a chance to watch Collision. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean you know ending you know AW is gonna I'm sure push once they get past World's End. I'm sure they're gonna their next big push would be to Revolution for Sting, yeah. um and his retirement and all that. Um, sure. And then you know Samoa Joe MJF figuring that whole thing out, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but yeah, the uh, and then like you said NXT deadline coming up. I think it's December tenth. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think it's the ninth or the tenth because the tenth is a Sunday. Usually, okay. Usually WWE does theirs on on Saturdays. So I think yeah, I think it's the ninth or tenth. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the ninth also, but, um, but yeah, not, not too much announced for that yet. Right. We just have Baron Corbin versus Ilio, which should be good. I don't expect Ilio to drop that title anytime soon, unless, you know, he's, he's moving up. I guess if he were to lose, that could mean that he's, that could be a good thing. Cause it could mean, he's right. moving up, but I don't, yeah. I just see him holding on to it for a little bit. Um, I don't know what else was announced for that. Anything. I think haven't they had, they've had a couple of uh, the iron survivor, Oh, right. Trick Williams, I think, is in there already. Um, I forget how many people total are in that, but there's a there's a couple that are in there already. There's a, a men and women's one, yep. right? So um, Trick's in it for sure. I'm not sure who else got solidified, but. So I'm looking right now. Um... Oh, there we go. Deadline. Yep. Um. Dijak, Trick, Josh Briggs, and two yet to be determined. And then the women's is Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, and Blair Davenport with two yet to be determined. So Lash Legend. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, so those yeah, matches t- will probably be tomorrow, right? Because this yeah. Friday is already the second, and then they won't have another NXT besides tomorrow before then. Or no, they will have two, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Be tomorrow I, and then next week, sorry. Yeah, my guess would be they. I mean, unless they do, you know, one one qualifier tomorrow and then you know one the following week. But right, they could do I mean, that, one men's, one women's each. True. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't really watch NXT. I just, I got you. 
I don't know. I I am a big fan of Braun, but like whenever I watch NXT and they show like Chase U, I'm I I, I tap out. I'm I understand. My like, theory on on Chase U is like they have to have them because okay, for me like NXT is like college, right? And then and then the main roster is the NFL. So to have right. that whole um like college story, it makes sense. I don't yeah. love it. It's corny, yeah. but it's like yeah. When you think of it like that, it's like, okay, they have the student section and stuff. Yeah. So if that helps you kind of make sense of it, it's like, I didn't, yeah. I don't like them either. I don't even know their names individually. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the couple times when I watch NXT is whenever they go, whenever Dynamite gets moved to Tuesday. Mm. And then whenever Chase U comes on, I flip it back over to TBS. <laughs> yeah. And no, then, I don't blame you. I understand. And then, like, the last time, whenever, you know, John Cena was there. Cody Rhodes was there and it, yeah, of course, everyone was there. I was going back and forth and the only time or I switched over to dynamite and it was, uh, it was the, the Tony storm match and they, mm. they started the match. And then like 20 seconds later, they cut to commercial and did picture and picture. So then I flipped back. And then of course, as I flipped back to NXT, it was chase you. So then <laughs> you I'm just like, back. what <laughs> I went back and then it's, and then it's, you know, timeless tony storm and her crazy marilyn monroe i mean it, it <laughs> three-time woman champion though i mean yeah so yeah no it's definitely different i mean she's honing it that's for sure um whether you like it or not it's like she's she's going for it just like the yeah. you know yeah. like uh the stardust thing like not yeah. the best character but cody gave it his all and that's what she's yeah. doing <laughs> i i've enjoyed it um i mean yeah, full gear no, I, I mean full gear was i did enjoy full gear i usually i don't watch AEW every week but i make yeah. sure that i'm watching the pay-per-views because they they do put on some good some good quality pay-per-views um yeah. i know but i think you said you don't serve match how were your thoughts on that oh from i mean i don't think i've ever I don't think I've ever watched any of their death matches before their Texas death matches before, but yeah. I've seen a grown man drink another grown man's blood. I mean, I was yeah. like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, I didn't love that, but otherwise like the match itself was great, but that spot, I'm like, mm, you never heard of any disease ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, when Mick Foley is saying, let's not do that. I think that's, a good sign to say, Hey, let's not do yeah, that. Yeah, The king of hardcore um, is not that hardcore. <laughs> no, that's not even hardcore. That's just gross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I mean with that match, I mean, from top to bottom, the full gear card was just as good as survivor series. And it had, I mean, it had eight, eight more matches, um, or, wow. or six more matches. Sorry. They had, three pre-show matches and then you know a 11 total um mm -hmm. but i mean that the the way it started out i thought was okay eddie kingston's gonna go and put himself into the continental classic and then you know unify the titles to make a triple crown yeah. and then it's like are we getting another title in AEW? and then right. it's a little people confusing. are like people are like did he really did he say that correctly that whoever wins the continental classic will be, you know, all three, a triple crown champion. And 
are they going to have one belt? Are they going to carry three belts? Like, like they're Paul Heyman for Roman. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's like an ROH title too. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's, it was also, it was the R I think the ROH world title, the new Japan strong open weight title. And then I, I guess it's going to be the AEW continental championship. Cause they had, they did have a belt. They did a, a selection yeah. show um wednesday and then they they haven't revealed the belt yet but Hmm. um it was a table with three belts on it Hmm. it'll be interesting to see uh where it goes yeah um yeah and then you know that the mjf and samoa joe they retained the the roh tag titles um mjf then got injured and then they were gonna have adam cole step in for him but and, the, and then the main event, this was my favorite part, was they they let Adam Cole go right to the ring, didn't stop him. They let him yeah. hobble on his crutches. They were mm-hmm. going to let him go. But then MJF shows up in an ambulance and limps into the arena, into the rings, you know, the ring area. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to let you go. He's stopped by everyone. So, yeah. like, I mean. Yeah, you got to wonder if that was like, on purpose or what the reasoning behind that was it's a little <laughs> it, the optics were kind of strange for it didn't make complete sense but who knows <laughs> i I, th- I thought it was hilarious because and then i yeah. would as i was looking on twitter Britt baker was tweeting during that whole thing and she was like are we seriously gonna let the guy on crutches wrestle but max is being held back right now Right. And then she, she was like, he told me the only reason he can't load the dishwashers because he can't stand on his ankle for so long. This is yeah. a miracle. <laughs> yeah, and that's then, funny when they give little insight to their home life like that. I love that. It was, I mean, that was, I, I did love that. And then, um, you know, Adam Cole almost, you know, teasing the turn on MJF twice, helping, yeah. you know, giving Jay White the title or not giving him the title, but, you know, holding the title, then Jay White gets the title. Um, right. same thing with the ring. And then, uh, I don't know. I thought we were going to figure out who, who the devil was that night, but then, you know, they don't do that until Wednesday. And mm. I, 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 I think it's Jack Perry. You have yeah. any, you have any thoughts on who, who well, might well, be? I think that's a good guess. Um, I go with you on that one too. Um, did you see the memes about like, I guess we don't know who the devil is with the CM Punk and stuff like that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Jack Bear, I think that's a solid guess. <clears throat> yeah. I've been seeing a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of Jack Perry memes going around saying, yeah. thank you, Jack Perry for, you know, wanting to use real glass and sending CM Punk back to WWE where he belongs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I've seen a meme, a TikTok of you know Punk giving the promo of telling MJF, "You can if the gr- think the grass is so much greener, go ahead, mm. go to, go over there, main event, night four of a buy one extravaganza, buy one get one free extravaganza when you yeah. get back here, whatever, blah blah blah." And then now Punk is, yeah, back. So I guess it's the grass funny, was yeah. greener, like Caleb Braxton said. Mm-hmm. For him, yep. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, you got to think, I mean, wonder, and then, you know, Wednesday we, you know, get a little tease of Jack Perry, maybe as the devil. And, um, someone, I saw a video, someone like zoomed into Adam Cole 
right before the lights went out, they said it looked mm. like he reached into his pocket and like like he clicked like he would have clicked something oh. and then that made the lights go out. So people are saying, you know, it might be Jack Perry as the devil, but they think that Adam Cole is the one behind it, the one orchestrating it. Pulling the strings. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I love Adam Cole. I loved his, you know, black and gold NXT days. And uh, yes, but um, but yeah, no, that's all. That's all very interesting to see where they take that. Yeah. And then uh, Julia Hart winning the TBS title. Yeah. Huge. That was I was I was surprised on that one. I thought either Chris would re- Statlander would retain or it would be yeah. Sky Blue. Um, but I mean, good for Julia Hart. She's another young, young star, like you were saying. Um, yeah. I think she's 20. 22 i think 22 or 24 yeah. something yeah, like that mm-hmm. um she was one of the ones that was at the the media scrum afterwards yeah um the new the new women's world champion timeless tony storm wasn't she left tony Khan a note that was that was hilarious mm-hmm. um orange cassidy beating john moxley finally and retaining the the actual the the real i I call that one the real, you know, workhorse title of all of wrestling. I mean, Seth is a workhorse champion, but I mean, Orange Cassidy every week defending the title. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with that. Like, even Gunther is is pretty, um, like, consistent, but it's not like every week, like, Orange is. I mean, he's there every week, but, you know, he's not defending the title every single week. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I've become a big big orange Cassidy fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Claudio Castanoli beat buddy Matthews on the zero hour. Show. I, that one surprised me. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. buddy Matthews might get the win there. Yeah. Um, staying Darby Allen and Adam Copeland beat. They, Wikipedia says R- with Ric Flair, but I didn't see Ric Flair there at the match. Oh, um, I don't remember that. No. Hmm. And then they, you know, they beat, Christian Cage, Lusasaurus, and Nick Wayne, who are now renamed. Mm. We saw them get renamed on Dynamite. Yeah. Um, well, what's Luchasaurus's name now? Is like Killshot. Oh, okay. I saw somebody post like the unprettier thing, and I'm like, <laughs> I was confused <laughs> if that was a joke or not. I must yeah. have missed it. So. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I think I was asleep, and I had just woke up in time to watch Dynamite. And when I turned it on. MJF was on. I was like, okay, cool. And then I watched yeah. the MJF segment, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna go back to sleep now. So mm. normally, I only watch Dynamite for MJF. Um, yeah. Unless, or if there's something else on that, I'm like, okay, I want to. I want to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that was like a good little rundown of Full Gear as well. I guess the you know, yeah. Golden Jets. The Golden Jets beat the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And they are now the number one contenders for the tag titles. Um, and the, the Young Bucks are apparently going to get repackaged mm. uh, from what I what I saw. Yeah. They get, they've been getting a lot of heat lately, whether it's on yeah. purpose or not. Like fans are like tired of it or something. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't follow AW super closely. I'll catch it like when I can. But it's like I noticed yeah. all the social media stuff almost more yeah. than TV sometimes. And it's like they're getting a lot of slack lately. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it comes from just from them, you know, egging on the whole making fun of, you know, the punk thing and and doing all that they did, you know, on collision. They mocked him in the ring. And I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. 
I never really watched like the Young Bucks or anyone from like New Japan, so I'd never knew about them up until I started actually watching AEW. Right. Um, I mean, Kenny Omega never never knew about him until I don't don't even know what the first AEW pay per view that I got was. Um, yeah. Same with like, I mean, just same with all the guys they bring in from New Japan. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> Had no idea who any of them are. Yeah, um, you just kind of learn them as they as they bring them along. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like Kenny Omega, I've quickly become a fan of him. Um, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, mm. oh, I Will Osprey is all elite. Oh my gosh, he's that one of my was, favorites. Yeah. That was I was pretty big. I think I watched um, like a full length interview with him before I ever even saw a single match, and I'm like, I like this dude. And then I seen highlights, and then I finally watched yeah. him a little bit, and I'm like, he's awesome. But it it bums me out because. I think he he's talked about before not wanting to like live in the states and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, WWE may never be an option for like I'm sure it's an option, but not that he wants to go there, which is breaks my heart. Yeah. But he's doing his own thing regardless. Yeah, yeah, he's um they they said that the deal that he signed he's gonna he he's signed with AEW, but he's gonna continue out his current deal with New Japan, which ends in February, I think. And then he's okay. still going to be able to live over in the UK yeah. and then just come over here whenever he can. Or I, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. Right. Um, but yeah, and then the I guess the last match <clears throat> on full gear before we just wrap this up and I can go take a take a nap before, yeah. before Raw. Um, the, <laughs> the four-way ladder match for the tag titles, Ricky Starks and Big Bill mm. retained. Um, I... I figured maybe FTR would get him back and then they would do FTR in the versus Kenny and, and Jericho have yeah. that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they, you know, it was a good, good ladder match. And then uh, afterwards in the media scrum, they were asking Ricky and Bill about how their singles wrestlers, but having success as a tag team. And Stark said, we're just champions. We do what we need to do and that's mm. it. Yeah. Um I like him a lot. He has like a he has yeah. like just the right amount of edge to him where he's like yeah. not he doesn't, he doesn't seem like a like a dick necessarily, but he's yeah. like here for him, but he still has that little bit of like chip on his shoulder. Like I yeah. like his attitude. Yeah. Yeah. That um he's another young, young talent that uh yeah. it's gonna be fun to watch him grow into whatever he whatever he does in either one if he Comes becomes a free agent, then jumps over to WWE, and I mean, yeah. hits the ground running over there, mm-hmm. or stays in AEW and becomes one of their their guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's wrestling. I think is in a really really good place right now. Um, yeah. Both companies, like you said, WWE is still on top for sure. Um, right, but I mean, it's I mean one doing good makes the other want to do better. And then yeah. that's going to make the other one want to do better. And I mean, it, the, the real winners are, are us fans. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, they definitely push each other. Um, a hundred percent. You saw that like with the NXT and they brought all those yep. stars into that episode, but, yep. but just in general, even when they don't do stuff like that, it's like, you need that, you know, because WWE was in like a weird spot for so many years, yeah. And then it's almost like they only really stepped it up once AEW started. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, but then even talking to like, you know, doing the interviews with some of these independent guys, it's like, oh, when you start to 
to get to know some of them, it's like it you realize how good it is to have the multiple promotions. Just yeah. these guys can get jobs. It's like not everybody's yeah. gonna get WWE, obviously, but yeah, AEW might be able to bring them in or an impact or an ROH. Like ROH has their own dojo. So um yeah. but it's all great yeah. to see that it just competition drives competition. Yeah. I like I, I started watching really watching wrestling again back in 2018 and all I knew was WWE no idea about any other promotion what an indie what none no idea yeah. mm-hmm. and then it got into whenever AW came to be a thing my friends my one friend at one of my old jobs he was like eh, watch AW watch AW watch AW I'm like what's AW he's like it's a new promotion I'm like mm-hmm. okay didn't really give it, you know, time of day, whatever. And then all of a sudden, COVID, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. I need something to watch. Right. And then it got into, uh, yeah, it just grew into, okay, I'll, I'll do, I'll buy the pay-per-views. And then it was, I'll watch weekly. And then it mm. was, now I'm realizing what, you know, the indies are. And I watched the wrestlers documentary on Netflix, the yeah. OVW. That was yeah. awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, that's- that was a great show. I, I loved it. I loved it. It uh, it gave me in like an inside like look of like what I've always wanted to know and what I've what I have questions and would ask if I was ever to interview you know talk to anyone like that yeah. wrestles. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's, yeah. yeah, definitely interesting. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Solid show. Wrapping up. Absolutely. Two, two pay per views preview and raw. And all of this with on no sleep in 26 hours, I'm I'm ready to go. You're running on um, fumes, my man. I, adrenaline in my soul. Yeah. The <laughs> adrenaline, the adrenaline in my soul. Um, I love so that, it. that is gonna wrap it up for episode 47 of the Sleeper Sports Media Podcast. Um, follow on all my socials, Sleeper Sports Media, you'll find it. Um Hunter as well. Um, yeah. and my, I mean, I do audio versions will be available on Spotify and Apple podcasts sometime after we're done here. Um, I'm going to go take a nap before I even think about uploading those, but, um, yeah, let the people know one more time where they can find you and then we will, uh, sign off. Yeah, absolutely. Apples and grapes media on everything, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, our most recent interview is with, uh, independent pro wrestler, Al Snook. Um, we got that interview in. He's still a babyface, just recently turned heel on his mentor, uh, former WWE announcer Ricardo Rodriguez down there at Three Legacies. Um, speared him at the last show. Um, hopefully we'll find out what that was about, but go check out that interview. Um, maybe he dropped some nuggets then, uh, if you can find anything where he was hinting to. Um, I found some things, but you have to go, you know, look for yourself. But we have the two shows there, Championship Harvest um, is with the pro wrestlers and MMA fighters, and then we'll be dropping our first episode of Offbeat Orchard, um, which is going to allow me to interview just anybody I find interesting. Um, that's going to be December 3rd. I'm interviewing my mom. Um, awesome. super excited about that. Um, she's going to share her story, and then through that, you'll learn a little bit more about me. Um, awesome. So that way, when you go to watch interviews forward, you'll know more. You'll know the wrestlers. You'll know myself. And uh, yeah, just hope you enjoy it. Yeah, that that's so that's awesome. I've Watched a couple of the interviews here and there, the, the Maverick one. Um, yes, she's awesome. Yeah, that um, that's awesome. I hope to 
it's been fun having you on here first. And I mean, maybe I'd jump over to yours eventually yeah. down the road. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think this is the collaboration that nobody asked for, but yep. it's the one that they need. They just don't know it's, it yet. Exactly. It's going to work. Um, yeah. yeah had a blast. Um, yeah, we are. We're going to wrap it up and signing off. So again, th thanks to anyone who joined in, watches on the replay, watches on your, your end. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching this episode of Sleeper Sports Media. We'll catch you next time.